Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Fufu and Pap. It's your girl, Ajwa. Today, it's just me. Um, Nicole couldn't make it today, but that's okay. That's okay. You get all of me today. All of me, all of my personality, my my voice, my everything. So it's okay. It's okay. I'll try not to freak out (laughs) being on my own, but I am sure that I will be fine. Anyways, I'm not actually, I'm not alone today. I have an interview with an amazing, amazing, amazing woman all the way from Josie. For those who don't know where Josie is, it's actually Johannesburg, South Africa. She will be joining me to talk about Ghana 2021-2022 holiday season. I mean, we've been in this pandemic for Lord knows how long. It feels like it's never ending, but thankfully due to the vaccine and people actually taking it, um, things are reopening. I know here in Toronto, And in the GTA or in Ontario, we have lifted all restrictions, but the mask mandate. Um, So, and then obviously showing vaccine passports and what's not, but at least where we limit um, limits and what's not have been lifted. So we're going back to normal travel is resuming quite successfully. So it's, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm really, really excited about that. And from what I have been seeing on social media, the stats are that this season alone, they are expecting 150,000 visitors into Ghana for the period of December, January period, which is phenomenal because that means people are actually looking to travel and are traveling and are going to visit my beautiful nation, Ghana. And I'm one of them. I am super excited to be going home, not necessarily because of being one of those people who has to go to Ghana because it's the end thing, but it, for me, it's home. I, I get to celebrate Christmas with my family, which last year was just my siblings and I, my brother and his family, we got to spend it together, but it wasn't the same spending Christmas with the whole extended family, my parents, my cousins, my aunts, uncles, nieces and nephews, grand aunts and uncles. So I'm super, super excited to be going home, super excited to be seeing family and friends, super excited to eat Lord Jesus to eat, eat good. Anybody who has never been to Ghana needs to find a Ghanaian restaurant wherever you are and try our food because you're going to fall in love. So I'm excited about that. But I have this guest here today because she's going to talk about Ghana 2021 and particularly about Afrochella Festival, which I am sure if you've seen on your timelines, it's happening live and living color. So that should be exciting. She's going to give us all the scoop. But this interview is going to be a two part. So the first part, we're going to be talking about Ghana 2021, why you should go, why you should um, spend money and all of that. And part two is she's going to talk about her business. She is a founder, co-founder, and also a 
consultant for her own business called the Brand Conversationalist. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about her living in South Africa. And we know like as a, she's also West African. So living in South Africa as a West African, we're going to talk about doing business in South Africa, why you should consider looking to visit and live in South Africa. And also we might touch on the xenophobia that happens in South Africa and also the racism. So I look forward to having this two-part conversation with her. She's someone I've known for a few years now. Our families know each other. So this is going to be an effortless conversation. It's going to be two friends just catching up. So um, stay tuned. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we should have our my guest, Louise Darcon. And yeah, we can get this conversation going. So I'll be back. I'm back from break and this time I am back with our guest like I promised so we're gonna go ahead and start this conversation hi Louise hello how are you today I'm good thanks how's it going good 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 I am so glad to have you on here it's been a while since I saw I think I've only met you in person once and that was many 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 moons ago but you and I have communicated over the years um we went through a similar experience and we saw each other through it which was great (laughs) because it didn't feel like I was alone during it (laughs) and um unfortunately last time I came to Ghana I didn't get to see you guys because we were busy being tour guides and I believe Alex said he and Sharna were also not well during that period of time but I did run into Sharna at Afrochella and um yeah so I'm hoping that 2021 when I'm home I get to see you guys if that is you're going to be home as well I'm assuming you would be so um um yeah let's get this conversation started so 2018 Mm-hmm. we those of us who did not go to Ghana all of a sudden on our timeline saw first of all all these celebs in Ghana which were like when do these people know about Ghana and then we started to see Afrochella and we're mm-hmm. like where did this come from because like I've been in I've lived in Ghana I've been to Ghana multiple times and I've never heard of Afrochella and then all of a sudden there is this festival that is Um, it looks amazing and we were those of us at least including myself were extremely jealous immediately we went online to book our (laughs) ticket for 2019 and (laughs) I had the privilege of going to Africella in 2019 but I didn't get to experience the full experience because like I said I came with some friends and we had so many things lined up but I wanted to talk to you um first of all what is Africella where did it come from and what 
should why should people come all the way to Ghana for Afrochella this year? So to start off with Afrochella, obviously you get it from the horse's mouth, which is the three founders. Mm-hmm. So one being Abdul, one being Kenny, and one being Edward, mm-hmm. aka Daisy Do This. He mm-hmm. is the life of the party. <laughs> so outside of the three of them, Afrochella really was started and it's a festival. So you can't just call it just a music fest because it's more than that. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural festival. Mm-hmm. So when we say cultural, you're concluding music. The fashion is such a big part when you think about Essence and Team Vogue and the people who've commented and written reports on it. Um, art is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we say art, we're not just talking about artists as in the musicians, it's actual artwork. Um, and then the culture. So really we call Afrochella a cultural fest. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. why should we come to, um, what can we expect from Afrochella in 2021? Why should we, after being in lockdown for 200 years, why is it a must to come to Afrochella this year? So this year, I think, you know, more than any other year, it's just what you've said. The fact that we've been locked down, we've all just mm-hmm. had time apart and we're finally outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's such a big thing anyway. But mm-hmm. Afrochella just gets bigger and better each year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is the fifth year running, actually. Really? Um, number five. So we kind of say 4.5 just because mm-hmm. of the fact that there wasn't one necessarily last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year they still did activate and that was what they called a block party. Oh. But it wasn't the festival that we know it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so five years running and this year, you know, we're, we are in Beyond the Return. Mm-hmm. So the narrative is continuing. The story is just literally unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, the diaspora is converging once again and it's just going to be bigger and better. There's an amazing lineup which is going to mm-hmm. be announced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just stay tuned the food is going to be better the conversations online are going to be better um I think just with anything right as you grow you continue to grow okay well I'm excited because I haven't um like I said the last time we went to Afrochella, we only we got there super early because we're working on Canadian time, which was a big mistake. <laughs> That's a big mistake. <laughs> it was a big mistake. And so when we started to notice that um, things were like about to start, that's when we left, unfortunately. Uh, so we missed the performance. Pardon? Did you do the daytime events? The daytime we stuff? did. We did. So we saw that there were quite a few stands. We were in general admission, so we didn't get the VIP experience, which I hear mm-hmm. is so bomb. And <laughs> I was just like behind the fence, just looking over, and I'm like, oh, next time I need to look at VIP. Okay, so that's changing this year. I might as well jump in on that as well. So oh. that experience is changing. So it's more inclusive and more more involved this year, which is great. Good, yeah, because it, it felt a little like we felt like the what's happening Separate. there and all of that. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that it is. Yeah, kind of, that's a learning curve. Yes, because it was just it was. I mean, it just made me want to be a part of VIP, and I think mm-hmm. I spoke to, I ran into a friend who is lives in Canada, and I mm-hmm. think he said his sister is also involved in Afrochella, so he got VIP tickets. Okay, and I was like. Listen, you and I just, we all flew in. How you, how do you get VIP? And I'm sitting here in general admission. So it's nice to hear that it, it'll be more inclusive and what's not. Yeah. 
Um, so how do people get in, if anybody's considering to have, be involved either as a vendor or as, um, what do you call it, and displaying of their art or whatever, how do, is it too late for them to sign up or can they still sign up and what's the process with that? Um, it is a bit late in the running, but you know, with anything, if something's amazing, there could always be space. Mm -hmm. So I would say definitely drop a mail. Okay. Um, you can do one of two. If it goes to me, it would be social at afrochella.com mm -hmm. or you can do info at .com. Um, And that's for sort of general queries if you want to be maybe an artist featuring that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But if you actually wanted to be a vendor, then there is a vendor process. Um, and that website, let me see, I saved it here. So it's afrochella.com slash vendors with a okay. plural. Okay. Um, and that literally takes you straight to the submission. Um, but the thing is, with this interview, I'm not sure when it's coming out because vendors actually end submission deadline is November the 1st. Oh, that's that's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those who, you know, but you know how it goes. There's always like a grace period. So it mm -hmm. does, it's a hard stop on the 1st. But if there's a few that trickle through and they can manage to get through, um, I'm sure there might be a consideration. Okay. And will it be at the same location like always, LWAC? It's going to be LWAC again, yeah. Okay, okay. So what would you advise people? Do they come early to experience it or do they wait till later in the day to really come and experience Afrochella? I think the beauty is the fact that it's a day festival, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, and actually this year, because of COVID regulations, we mm -hmm. are considering it as an event, um, not quite a festival per se, just because of numbers um, and the protocol we have to... Um, make sure that we take into account. But I think something like this event, you want to experience everything. Mm -hmm. So daytime is going to be so different from nighttime. Um, yeah. You want to see everything. And you know, with Ghana, we're right by the equator. So it gets dark. <laughs> and once it's dark, it's dark. Like it's mm -hmm. a hard, hard dark. Mm -hmm. So I would say come in the morning, come in the afternoon, sorry, um, experience the vendors, the food, the art. You want to see everything anyway. Mm -hmm. So do day to night. And especially if you've got children, daytime's beautiful for them to see. Yeah, I know. Like I, there was so much going on during the day, which was great. But obviously, mm. we missed the musical performances, which was, mm. you know, I was looking forward to it because based that time, the lineup seemed really cool. So mm -hmm. um, I know this year, this time, I don't have anybody who's coming along that I have to take as you know. Okay, so you're not, you're not doing the tour talk idea. No, no, no. It's to this time. It's just me and my sister. So. <laughs> We can do, we will be with a lot of our friends who are either local or also just mm -hmm. Ghanaians who've also come in. So it will be more of like, we can do, experience it better this year than, That's so good. yeah, two years ago. So how did you get to be involved with Afrochella? So mine was actually, you know, those things when they say it's who you know. Mm -hmm. I actually had a good friend of mine who was working on the PR side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it just so happened at the time they had, they were transitioning from the social media team as well as the social media lead. Mm -hmm. um, so she put me forward, um, you know, I sent through my stuff, had good conversations, and then that's how I got in. Mm -hmm. And so do you plan to be a part of this for the rest of time or is it something that you're just doing for a few years and then looking to move on to something else or something bigger and what's not no I think the beauty of something like this you know like I said it's year number five now it just keeps evolving and evolving mm -hmm. so being part of something like this to see how it progresses is it's mm -hmm. just so beautiful so 
So, you know, it's like, it's in Ghana now. Mm -hmm. Is there opportunity to spread to the rest of the continent? You know, I'd want to be a part of that and see how we can grow. Because, mm -hmm. I, I mean, if it's going around the continent, it gives an excuse to move. Because I, I love to travel. You and, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't had, like, the funny thing is, I've lived in Ghana for God knows how many years. Well, not mm -hmm. now, but pr prior to that. And I can say I've only been to two countries in Ghana, with the exception of Ghana, of course. And I feel like I need to be more involved in mm -hmm. seeing the rest of Africa. And I've lived in Canada for God knows how many years too. And I haven't even traveled around Af and Canada myself. So it's so um, sad that like, whenever I move somewhere, I don't take advantage of living yeah. around. So knowing that something like Afrochella can actually good hopefully move around the continent will be an excuse mm. to also chase it around you know and yeah and I I know what you're saying because it's an excuse for us to sort of have those continent conversations you know mm -hmm. um, it for those is. of us who haven't managed to definitely yeah. and um is Afrochella affiliated with the year of return beyond the return incentive that's going on in Ghana and um yeah is that a, is it involved in that yeah, so they always have been. Um, and the beauty is they've actually year of return, which then progressed into beyond the return. Mm -hmm. It's actually a 10 year initiative. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a 10 year program, 10 year drive. Mm -hmm. um, and they've actually got pillars that they are associated with. So um, Afrochella specifically fits into one and that's Celebrate Ghana. Mm -hmm. um, and I just got a little speed, a spiel here from the Beyond Return. Mm -hmm. So it says create a sense of national conscious consciousness anchored on key cultural festivals mm -hmm. so naturally a key cultural festival for us Afrochella fits in specifically mm -hmm. so there's media programs the adoption of contemporary festivals under the national calendar so when we sort of were able to um I guess involve Afrochella as a whole throughout mm -hmm. the country um it's uh, when you think of Ghana when you celebrate Ghana you think of Afrochella mm -hmm. so did you get to meet any of the celebs that came 2018 2019 um and hopefully this year as well if you know do you know of any well do, I know Yandy Smith and Mindisi's from Love and Hip Hop they are planning on being in Ghana I saw um, that as well yeah yeah and <laughs> I'm sure Bozuma St. John of course will be back in Ghana yeah and no, she's standard she's actually part of the initiative now so oh yes yeah, she is and um mm -hmm. a few others so the last time you the last Afrochella that you attended, did you get to meet any of them? And did you think were they super cool? Were they chill? What was what was it like being around them? So we were actually crazy busy that year. That year was just like an overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a did I see the celebs? I literally passed through all of their VIPs and just kind of, you know, seeing they were okay, but it wasn't conversation time. <laughs> but I got to see everyone up close and personal, which was nice. Yeah, that's so cool. We actually was it no it wasn't Afrochella we it was Afro Nation Day so my our friend came in on the 27th mm -hmm. of December 2019 so we were at mm -hmm. the airport and then it was just like we saw Boris yes yeah. and um Miss, <laughs> and what's her name Nicole we saw yeah. Mama Beyonce and we were yeah, like yeah, Beyonce's yeah, here yeah, <laughs> we were just like my sister was like her friend was calling her and saying Kakra my baggage is good she's like listen 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 Mama Beyonce wait, 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 just wait, just wait. <laughs> I don't like yeah yeah so, yeah okay fine I'm looking at Beyonce's mama and like it was just <laughs> so 
like mind blowing to see all these. It was so It was just like descending upon our country that you know we grew up in. You know, yeah. we had to defend Ghana. Like, if you've lived in yes. the diaspora, as the African, yes. Yeah. You know, and then you know, we were booty, um, booty scratchers, all of that. Booty and now now it's like, cool to be it, African, right? I'm like, and it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, I'm African. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been African. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's just so amazing, and I am. I heard that there's about 150,000 people expected in Ghana this year. I also saw the same, which is unbelievable because I always wonder about the traffic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe it's time for people to get scooters. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know, like bicycles and whatnot. I was see- I was talking to my mom recently because I kept seeing online that um, she actually, they're building a bridge or they're fixing a bridge and there's like the traffic is manic. And I'm like, I really hope they fix that before like, we all descend upon Ghana. I would people. hope so, because doing it after it is no point. Yeah, it is, because it was just like mm-hmm. traffic is already bad, regardless of what time of year you go to Ghana. But then mm-hmm. it's extra when it's December. And mm-hmm. I know, like, my mom was like, the Christmas is I don't go home. She's like, P, I have to leave home at five in the morning just to go to town. And I'm like, you know, I like five, like mm. I'm now turning over to do part two of sleeping and you expect me to leave home at five <laughs> to go out and just to avoid traffic. And I yeah, don't remember living in Ghana. It's crazy mm. living there and going mm. to work. I left home super early just to get to work and I'll be the first person there just to avoid traffic. So mm. I, I hope to God that this time things will ease up this Christmas. Mm you know just I hope so because it sounds like it's getting bigger and better so there'll be more people 150,000 is no joke it's no joke but I heard that actually 2019 was about maybe it was an exaggeration but somebody posted that it was about 500,000 people okay so if it's less then we can do it yeah we can easily do it but people Mm -hmm. have been saying if you haven't booked your hotel too late tickets are ridiculous you know no tickets are bad I've seen the prices for tickets are bad they're really, really bad. And if you haven't bought your ticket, unless you're making that kind of cash, you're not coming to Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Like, you know, like I was lucky. Like I literally was looking to book my ticket. And then one day I got a no- notification, which I advise people, if you're looking to travel, set up notifications on these websites to see if Good they idea, have sales actually, and yeah. what's not. And then it was mm. one day they said KLM had dropped. I immediately just went, bought my ticket. The next mm. day, the prices shot up. So Really? No, that's such a good idea, though. Nice yeah, it is. There's so many apps. Like, I use Hopper. There's Kayak. There's whatever. It will mm. be, like, predictions on what ticket prices are like. So if yeah. you haven't bought your ticket, too bad, so sad. We'll <laughs> check, bad, us so out sad. On, <laughs> check us out on Instagram or on Facebook. <laughs> I'm just so excited about Ghana. So I just wanted to ask you, um, with regards to 2021, other than Afrochella, why would you tell people to come to Ghana this year at all or the continent whatsoever? I think um, it's almost as though all eyes are on the continent as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, my bias is to Ghana because of the fact that I'm from there and I keep going back for work. Mm-hmm. But I think the beauty is, you know, the music, um, the food, the fashion, mm-hmm. all eyes are on the continent. 
Mm-hmm. So if you want a piece of the pie or to understand a piece of the narrative, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just wait and say, okay, I'm going to go when I go. Mm-hmm. If you've got opportunity to, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about any of those spheres, you're just going to enjoy yourself. And it's just going to be a cultural immersion. What you think it is, it's probably not what it is. Mm-hmm. So any of the negativity or even some of the positivity, you just need to experience it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so true because... Um, the media doesn't help. I remember when, um, as you know, I came to South Africa in September and um, prior to us coming, the, it wasn't, the news wasn't helping us at all. Like we just kept hearing all these things about South Africa. And then you go there, you're going to die because there were all these (laughs) riots. And then COVID was just like, basically you went outside the airport. It was just ridiculous. And then going there myself, and I was like, their protocols are even stricter than Canada. Like everywhere you went, I remember we went to the mall with your mom and then I just saw her stretch out her arm and I was like, what is she doing? And then somebody sprayed it. <laughs> and I'm just like, here in Canada, it's like, you'll see that there's a sanitizer station right there in the mall or in the store and people will just walk by it. Mask, Imagine. mask people are complaining about wearing masks. And, you know, it just felt, I felt safe. I didn't feel like I was, I came back and even got retested at the airport. And I'm like, y'all, you don't even know what South Africa is going, like they're taking it seriously. So mm-hmm. it is very important that as much as, you know, the news will tell you, they, I mean, I really believe that the news has been against Africa for decades. And oh, decades. always has been. Yeah. You know, so it's important that, as you said, come and see for yourself. We're not living mm-hmm. in huts. There are parts mm. of the country that people do, but the majority of us mm. live in decent houses. Um, mm. Poverty exists, but it's no different, mm. if not worse than it is in North America in this part of the world. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just an experience. And mm-hmm. what advice would you give to African-Americans? Because I'll just say this. When I came two years ago, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt like there was still a divide where they just Mm -hmm. separated themselves from us Mm -hmm. we had the opportunity to go to a party they hosted and I heard someone say so why are the Africans here and I'm like uh I don't know in the country (laughs) exactly like have you realized where you are so it, it was just so like you you know like they felt a little bit I don't know but what advice would you give to African-Americans coming to Ghana this year? I think it's the attitude you should have when you do anything. Mm-hmm. I know familiarity is what people sort of gravitate towards. That's mm-hmm. a given. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a comfort for people. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who's actually taken that step to get your passport, you've got your vaccinations done, and you're literally stepping out to another country, another continent, and you want wanting to hopefully experience culture, then do it. Mm-hmm. You know, immerse yourself, meet the people, taste the food. Um, if something you're not used to, try it out. Have your pep toe if you need to, keep it with you, but try things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, experience the language, experience, um, you know, experience home. Sometimes you've got those opportunities where you actually get to immerse yourself and understand cultural significances. Mm-hmm. You can understand why names are the way they are. If you're going to go, just do it. Mm-hmm. Go full throttle. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. There's no point in coming to a country and then still staying in your little bubble 
I mean, if it's mm. for COVID reasons, yes, but why do you come in with the African-American mentality? Or, mm. you know, I watch shows like, um, what do you call it? Uh, 90 Day Fiance. And then the Americans <laughs> who move to these countries are like, but I'm American. I'm American. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> you are. You are. And that's a great fact. However, you decided to come to another place. So things are done differently. Exactly. That's a given. That's a given. And we need to really like immerse ourselves into Ghana and you'll start to realize how very similar and we are in terms of behaviors culture all of that you know like Mm -hmm. whether you have an African mother or an African-American mother you have a black mother and they're all the Mm -hmm. same across board Mm -hmm. so when you come to Africa you start to see that we are very similar because we are the same people it's just that Mm -hmm. you know we're separated by oceans and continents and mm-hmm. whatnot, but it's the same mm-hmm. experience. And so, mm-hmm. as Louise said, my fellow African Americans, African Canadians, anybody who's come into Africa who may not necessarily be born or raised in Africa, come in with an open mind. You'll be surprised mm-hmm. at how mm-hmm. amazing this beautiful continent is. Mm-hmm. I want us to move into um, our what I want to talk to you about is obviously the business that you're in and all of that jazz and mm-hmm. South Africa, because, you know, some of us are feeling like we might need to want to move there, but <laughs> <laughs> we country, might, be, country. Yeah, we will, I will take a short break and then we will be back with part two with our conversation with Louise. Oh, I 